Welcome to Reiki Cafe Radio, where your host, Christine Renee and Izzy Wells. We come together with more than 25 years of experience in Reiki, meditation, chakra wisdom, clairvoyant techniques, and holistic healing. We are passionate about helping individuals release resistance, step into their authentic selves, and align their lives with the truth of who they are. Reiki Cafe Radio is your choice for vibrant Reiki conversations, meditation experiences, and holistic wellness. This is your space for a deeper look into the ancient wisdom through modern eyes. So grab your tea or coffee and join us as we sip our way through this week's episode. And welcome back to Reiki Cafe Radio. Welcome once again to another special bonus episode here on Friday at Reiki Cafe Radio. If you listened to last week's episode, you know that we're trying something a little different this time around. We're giving you the replay of our latest coffee conversation on the psychology of the chakras. Last week was part one and today is part two. We're going to be diving into heart chakra and above, as well as looking at the empowering beliefs we can use to heal these chakras. So if you enjoyed last week's episode and you're ready to dive in, let's get started. So then we move up and we come to heart chakra. Heart chakra, I think, took a beating during lockdown because when we think about, I mean, even just the act of physically hugging someone, it is literally a heart to heart connection. Heart chakra thrives on connection and compassion and relationships and all of these things. So if someone comes in to my practice and I'm I'm noticing an imbalance in their heart chakra, often what I'll see is a wall, an energetic wall that stops connections. And often this goes back to root chakras, psychological limiting belief of I'm not safe. It's not safe to connect with people. And solar plexus psychological limiting belief of I don't deserve to connect with people. I don't deserve to be seen. I'm not enough and people will hate me, leave me, etc. if I try to connect with them. And so this creates a wall in our heart chakra. And so we can do the energetic work, right, of working on opening up that heart, making the energy move down the arms. That's something I see a lot in heart chakra is that the energy just becomes stuck right in the chest and it's not flowing down the arms and out the hands. So can we work on an energetic level to keep things moving? But then we also bring it to the human level. How is this impacting their day-to-day life? How is this impacting how they see themselves, others in the world around them? And in heart chakra, it's really this belief of I'm not lovable. I am not lovable. And that's a hard belief to carry around, right? And I think so many of us, especially what's fascinating is I see this limiting belief a lot in Reiki practitioners. People who spend their lives in the healing arts often have this feeling that they aren't lovable, that they aren't worthy of receiving, but that all they have is giving. All I have is my ability to heal others. The only good thing about me is that I can help people. That pushing our energy out instead of allowing energy to come in is a big thing with people in the healing arts. And to me, that is all rooted in heart chakra. It has its feet in solar plexus, right? Of that feeling of worthiness to receive. But when we talk about the actual act of receiving and our ability to receive, that becomes heart chakra. And so if we have beliefs about the only good thing about me is my ability to help other people, the best thing about me is that I'm a healer, right? And we also have this belief of at the core of it, I'm not lovable. 
Other people will not like me. I am not enough for other people. That is a heart chakra limiting belief. And so then we need to look at where in your life were you taught that you aren't lovable? Where in your life were you taught that love isn't an option for you? I had a client once who was telling me that she didn't understand how to connect with her heart chakra because she had never in her life been shown what love was supposed to look like. And so heart chakra is a powerful thing because when we think about all of the connections that we make between Reiki and love or the divine energy and love and light and all of these things, we really understand that just like heart chakra is the center of our chakras, right? With three above and three below, it's also the center of our being. Love is the center of who we are as human beings. And so when we do not have the ability or we feel like we don't have the ability to love, then it gets rooted in our heart chakra. My brother and I both had some really interesting experiences when we were, when we were children and we talk about them a lot. And one of the things that he talks to me about is that he feels like he, he can't love the way that other people love. He can't experience that kind of loving relationship the way that other people seem to. And it's a fascinating conversation because when we have these deep wounds that tell us that we aren't lovable or that love is an option or that love is painful, right? And how many times have we heard that in a country song, right? Love is painful. Love is pain. Love is a battlefield. Love is war. All of these things. When we internalize these messages, who would want to fall in love if it's inevitably painful, if it truly is a battlefield, if we're going to get hurt, why would you keep putting yourself in a position to love? And so this is why so many people are walking around with guarded heart chakras, because we've been taught again and again and again that love isn't safe, that we aren't lovable. And even if we were, other people wouldn't love us anyway. And so this is where we start looking at where were we taught that? Why were we taught that? And bringing in that realization that Whoever taught us those things taught it from their own wounding, not because it had anything to do with us, not because we're actually unlovable, but because the person who taught us that we were feels unlovable in themselves, right? And so this is where when we talk about, you know, programming and society and all of these things, and we like to place the emphasis on other people or society teaches us this, or we were programmed this way. Yes, all of that is true. And also we bring in that compassion again, hello, heart chakra, bringing in that compassion of, yes, all of that is true. And also the reason that we're taught these things, the reason that we were programmed this way is because everyone is walking wounded, right? And so can we help heal the world by first healing ourselves, by doing the work to come in, look at these core limiting beliefs that we're talking about, do the energetic healing and rewire our thoughts so that we can come out on the other side as a whole healed, empowered person. So then we come to the throat chakra and throat chakra is this, I always like to call it the first area of true manifestation because words are really the first manifestation of our energy right? Words are where our energy enters in. Maybe it comes through our solar plexus. Maybe it comes through our crown chakra, but it comes out in our words and words have power, right? But because words have power, 
because words have power, we are often left feeling if we don't have a strong solar plexus, if we don't feel safe to speak our truth, if we don't feel like we can connect to other people, we're often found swallowing our words, keeping our truth inside, holding ourselves in this space of, I can't speak up for myself because I'm going to get hurt, because I'm going to be wrong. That's a big one in throat chakra is I'm wrong. Whatever I say, it's wrong. Whatever I believe, it's wrong. Whatever I think, it's wrong. I'm not important. I'm not important enough to speak my truth. Whatever I think, it's going to be wrong for other people, so I might as well just keep it to myself. These are big ones in throat chakra. And I find that a lot of people who work with their hands have throat chakra um, imbalances. Because what we do then is we compensate for not being able to bring things into the world through our words, through our voice, with bringing things into the world through our hands. Let me know if that resonates, because hello, Reiki practitioners, right? When we're Reiki practitioners, we are working with our hands and not a lot with our mouths until we come into the art of coaching and understanding the psychology of the chakras like you guys are doing by listening to this, right? And then we go to third eye and third eye and crown, I often kind of see together when we're talking about imbalances, because while third eye is more of the physical level of spirituality of what are my spiritual gifts? Can I trust my intuition? Am I able to meditate or shamanic journey or see Reiki or whatever it is? Crown chakra is the spiritual version of spirituality, right? The energetic version of spirituality of, am I connected to the divine? Am I open to everything that the all that is energy of the universe of God of source of spirit whatever you call it has to offer and so when a client comes in with these imbalances especially in their third eye what I am immediately thinking is where's the fear right we have so much fear around spirituality around our spiritual gifts around clairvoyance around our guides around connecting with energy there's so much fear again, in our society, because we are wounded from religion, quite frankly. But when we're looking at third eye, we're looking at what are we afraid of? Why are we afraid of embracing our spirituality? Why are we afraid of our true nature as spiritual beings? And so that limiting belief is often it's not safe to see as in spiritual seeing, or it's not safe to play with energy. It's not safe outside of the physical realm. When we start looking outside of the physical into the spiritual, it's not safe. And this is a different kind of safety than root chakra. This kind of safety is more metaphysical. It's more rooted in how we feel about our ability to perceive. It's rooted in, again, solar plexus, root chakra, and sacral chakra. This is why we talk about our lower chakra so much. But third eye is very much this fear that we're doing something wrong, that what we're seeing is wrong, that what we're perceiving is wrong, that it's bad, that we're crazy. It's this fear for our soul in third eye. Whereas the fear that we see in root chakra is fear for our physical selves. But fear in the third eye chakra is very much fear for our soul, fear for our energy. Are we doing something wrong? Are we crazy? Are we, um, I mean, from Christianity, are we going to be damned? right? These kinds of things. Whereas in crown chakra, when we're disconnected, then it's maybe it's beliefs that we were abandoned, that we weren't enough for the divine to notice us. A lot of people who have really closed off crown chakras had an experience at some point in their life that taught them that life isn't fair, 
that God's not going to save them, that um, the universe doesn't pay attention to people like me. These kinds of thoughts are really big in crown chakra. And so there's been a lot of, of a little bit of doom and gloom in this coffee conversation, right? Because when we're talking about psychology, when we're talking about healing, we have to be willing to look at the uncomfortable parts. We have to be willing to look at the darker side. Again, like I said at the very beginning of this, because when we can see a wound that hasn't been healed, what we can also see is an opportunity to evolve, to advance, to grow into the most fulfilled, highest, best, most empowered version of ourselves. And so on the flip side, when we're looking at all of these chakras, they also have expanding beliefs, right? So just like we've been talking about the limiting beliefs in the chakras, all of the chakras have expansive beliefs, healed beliefs, whole beliefs. I call them empowering beliefs, right? And so in root chakra, we have this empowering belief of I am safe. I am secure. I am abundant. These are all things in root chakra, right? And so when you're thinking about what would my empowered belief be, and this is a fantastic exercise, right? This is a fantastic exercise to do is get out a notebook, write down all of the limiting beliefs that you just identified while you were listening to this, while you were thinking about what's the psychology of my chakra and what's the limiting belief that's keeping it there, write those all down. Okay. And then what we're going to do is we're going to look at what's the opposite of that to find our empowering belief, right? So in root chakra, that empowering belief is I am safe. I am secure. I am abundant. All of these things. Sacral chakra, I'm creative. I'm imaginative. I'm passionate. I am inspired, right? My inner child and I are one. These kinds of beliefs. Solar plexus, I am enough. I am worthy. I deserve everything that I can dream of. I know who I am and what I want. So great empowering beliefs. Heart chakra, I am connected. I am loving. I am lovable. I am enough. I am safe in relationships. I'm surrounded by people who I love and who love me. Throat chakra, I can speak my truth. I can say no when I need to. I'm able to speak with empowerment and listen with compassion. It's safe to speak my truth. Third eye chakra, I can see and perceive the spiritual and the physical. I am connected with my spirituality. I am in tune with and trusting my intuition. Crown chakra, I am one with the divine. I am connected to God. I am part of something bigger than myself, right? All of these kinds of beliefs are going to be so empowering. And so when we're talking about the psychology of the chakras, yes, we work through our limiting beliefs. Yes, we do the energetic work. Yes, we come through and we rewire our subconscious patterns. And we also work on what can we put in its place? What can we fill that void with? And that's where our empowering beliefs come to play. So let me know in the comments, what is your empowering belief? Which chakra did you resonate most with when we were talking about the psychology of the chakras? Which one feels like it is the most constricted, the most imbalanced, the most in need of attention and care? What is the current limiting belief that you have? And what is your new empowering belief? And then you can take that empowering belief, write it on a sticky note, put it on your fridge, put it on your bathroom mirror, put it on the dashboard of your car, set it as a reminder on your phone. Whatever you need to do to get this empowering belief in front of your mind again and again and again, 
We have to be exposed to material seven times before it really starts to sink in. And even more than that, before it becomes part of our subconscious programming. And so when we're talking about changing our beliefs, when we're talking about approaching the chakras through a psychological lens, then we're taking a holistic picture of healing. We're talking about, let's do the energetic work, right? Let's do our self-reiki. Let's go see a practitioner. Let's make sure that we're doing activating actions for our chakras, going out in the grass for our root, doing some inner child work, maybe painting for our sacral chakra, having a fire ceremony for our solar plexus, these kinds of things. Then let's make sure we're doing the work to dissolve our limiting beliefs. If you don't know how to do that, stay tuned. I have an option for you. But asking yourself questions of why do I believe this? When was the first time I remember feeling like this? Who taught me this and why? Right? Then we're going to be doing the work of let's rewire. Let's put in new pathways. Let's find the more expansive, the more true belief that we can place into our psychology. Those are your empowering beliefs. Because when we can approach healing on this holistic level, when we can see the chakras not just as energetics in our body, not just as energetic centers that show us where cords are or that can collect spiritual dust, as I call it, or that have cords attached to them or whatever we are seeing when we're working with the chakras, we can also see them as psychological flags, psychological frameworks that allow us to understand where we're stuck in our human aspect, where we're stuck in our healing. And when we can look at the chakras in this holistic perspective, both the human and the spiritual, aka both the psychological and the energetic presentations of the chakras, then we're going to be able to approach the chakras with an empowered mindset, with a holistic perspective that's going to allow for true healing because we're not just working on one level. We are multi-layered beings and healing has to happen on all levels, right? And I also, I want to invite you, if you are stuck feeling anxious, financially insecure, full of fear or lacking clarity, right? In your root chakra, if you have that core belief of I'm not safe, or maybe you're feeling uninspired, your creativity is turned off and you have no passion left for life in your sacral chakra, or maybe you know that your inner child is feeling wounded. Maybe you're feeling insecure, unworthy. You can't say no. You say yes when you really mean no. You're people pleasing and you can't show up for yourself in solar plexus, that core belief of I'm not enough. I'm not worthy. Maybe you feel like there's a wall between you and other people. Maybe you feel disconnected and isolated. Heaven knows I've been there and heaven knows so many other people felt like that throughout lockdown, right? So if you're still feeling those feelings in your heart chakra and having that belief of, I'm not enough. I'm not lovable. I can't love. Maybe you can't speak up for yourself or you're holding a frog in your throat, right? You have that lump in your throat. You're biting your tongue. You're stifling your words. Maybe you're struggling to connect with your intuition or with the divine, or you're not sure about your spiritual gifts. All of these things that we experience, right? That we're not alone in. All of these symptoms that are part of healing and balancing our chakras and part of the range of experiences we can have in human life, every single one of these has everything to do with your chakras. And when we can approach them on multiple levels, like we've been talking about all day today and all month in Reiki Cafe University, when we can approach them with energy work, with psychological techniques, with coaching, with limiting belief work, with making sure our nutrition is where it needs to be with exercising, with moving our bodies, with loving ourselves, with all of these things, 
that's where true healing occurs. And so if you're like, that's fantastic. And where do I start? I would love to talk with you about, let's get you in something like shocker coaching. Let's get you in a one-on-one session. Let's get you in something that's going to help you have a framework, have a guide to help you through this process. Because just like healing is multi-layered, it's also a multi-step process. And it can be so helpful to have someone walking you through it. So if you want to go to feeling stable, secure, financially abundant, clear in what you want and what your next steps are, passionate, creative, able to manifest, passionate about being alive, able to feel pleasure and inspiration in your life. If you want to be confident in who you are, able to stand up for yourself, say no when you mean no, and set boundaries in a loving but firm way. If you want to be able to connect with the people around you and the world, to not feel isolated, to feel like you are part of something, feeling open and excited to experience those connections, feeling clear in your communication, like you can speak your truth and you can also listen with compassion. If you want to feel confident and connected to your spiritual gifts, to your intuition, feel like you can finally trust the divine again and feel connected to something that's bigger than you, connected to the all that is. If you want those empowering beliefs that you just wrote down to be true, then please, please, please reach out about chakra coaching, reach out about setting up a session, reach out about hopping on a connect call with me, right? So that we can talk about what are you stuck in? Which chakra is in balance? Which limiting belief are you holding onto? What is holding you back? And what is going to help move the needle? What's going to help you get unstuck? What's going to help you finally hit that road to healing? so that you can make a change, so that you can get where you want to be. We have so many opportunities to support you, to help you, to witness you, right? That's something that everybody needs is to be witnessed in their healing. And so let's chat. I would love to chat with you. Hop on a 15-minute call with me, totally free, no strings attached, and let's just chat. Let's see where you are, what needs healing, what can be healed, and what we can do about it. Let's get you in a chakra coaching program if it's right for you and you're ready to take the steps to healing, right? All of these things. Let's chat. I think there is such profound healing in having a container in which we can just exist. I don't know if if you guys are in the Reiki Cafe community, but I posted a post the other day about where I was a year ago. And a year ago, I was really in, in some of the hardest weeks of my life. This week, a year ago, I did not get out of bed. And so I posted this post kind of sharing my my journey and how I came to the other side. And someone asked me, what was the biggest thing that helped you turn the corner? What was the biggest thing that made a difference in your healing? And my answer to her was honestly, the thing that made the biggest difference is having a support system where I could just be exactly where I was, where I could talk about all of my limiting beliefs and all of my feelings of unworthiness and all of my depression and my anxiety and all of these things that made me feel like I was doomed, like I was unworthy, like I was wounded, like I was wrong, like I was bad. And I could bring all of these things and also how I was feeling about them. The fact that I couldn't get out of bed for a week and I could just be exactly where I am, that I could just not try, not try and be better, not try and be different, not try and be more spiritual, more holistic, more healed than I was. I could just be Because it was in the being and in having someone holding that space for me that I was finally able to start working my way out. But when we're fighting so hard against 
what we're feeling, when we're suppressing these things, when we're maybe spiritually bypassing these things, when we're saying, oh, if I were really spiritual, I wouldn't be feeling this way. We're just shoving it deeper and deeper and deeper. And we all need a container in which we can be witnessed, in which we can be seen, and in which we can be given the space to heal because often it is really hard to create that space yourself. And so no matter where you are in your journey, if you are neck deep in really difficult emotions and situations, or if you're just like, you know, I just feel overwhelmed on a daily basis. I feel frustrated and anxious and overwhelmed and I don't want to do it anymore. No matter where you are, something like chakra coaching can help. Something like finding a friend to chat with can help because we'll get you in, we'll get you in this one-on-one container and we will give you space to be where you are so that you can truly evaluate what needs to happen to get me where I need to go. And then we can work together to create that personalized path, to create the steps so that you can finally make progress. You can finally work your way out instead of coming right back to where you started. So please, 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 whether you're interested in chakra coaching or you just want to chat, I would love to chat with you. I love connecting with you guys. Like I said, this is what I'm here to do. So please click that link in the comments, book a call with me, connect with me, and let's chat. Let's give you a space to be witnessed and seen to show up exactly as you are so that you can create a path to healing that is yours and yours alone because you deserve it. You are worthy of it. You are enough. You are lovable. You are able to speak your truth. What you have to say is important. You matter. You are whole. You are healed. You are wonderful. All of these things, they are all true. And I want to get you guys to a point where you believe those two. I want to thank you for showing up, for being here, for listening, for seeing yourself reflected in some of the things that I said and for acknowledging where you have room to grow, but also how far you've come and the opportunity for healing that you have. Excuse my dog in the background. I just want to say thank you, thank you, thank you for showing up, for being here, for joining me for this coffee conversation. This has been absolutely fantastic. I hope that you will take that exercise to heart, that you'll create your empowered beliefs that you will consider hopping on a call with me so that we can take that first step to healing and give you a container where you can truly break the mold and come into your own, the fullest version of who you are. And I hope that you have a fantastic day, a fantastic week, a fantastic year, and a fantastic life. And I will see you guys next time on Reiki Cafe University, all the platforms. Sending so much love to each and every one of you. Reiki Cafe Radio is sponsored by Reiki Cafe University, where your Reiki dreams become reality. Join us on Instagram or Facebook at Reiki Cafe University, watch our videos on YouTube, or visit the website to learn more about our colleges of Reiki chakras and business. It's our aim to help you on your path to wellness, guiding you into confidence as you transmute your inner critic and say yes to you. We're here to help you bring your Reiki dreams into reality and your path to abundance, health, and healing unfolds from here. And love and light, Christine Renee and Izzy Wells.